I always like the silent countdown mm-hmm. to stuff. Five, four, three. <laughs> Red light turns it on. It almost it, it always made it seem like more official. Yeah. I don't know. Like a real production. Like yeah. everyone quiet on the set. It's the way the pros do it. Yeah. Do they still do it? Yeah. Is that how they did it at uh WFTV? At the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's comforting to know. Mm-hmm. All right. We're sipping on is this the bullet? This is the bullet. All right. Well. Cheers. And cheers to you guys for joining us once again. Bullet bourbon. Bullet bourbon. I, uh, mm. well, I mean, if you watched last week's episode, uh, I think maybe like the last 30 minutes is, or like, eh, it's more like the last 15 minutes yeah. is uh, cut off just because. Of technology. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't have any other um, reason. Yeah. It's just, uh, just all of this is trial and error. Yeah. Just figuring this shit out. More reasons we need to set up our Patreon. Yeah. So people can pay for us to have better technology. There you go. Now now that, that right there is an idea Uh worth uh exploring. Are you guys listening out there? Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Fees. Fees. Fees are coming. <laughs> Not hidden fees. They're Ooh. coming directly at you. The contract you signed to consuming this podcast. Terms and services. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drink along? Well, it's going to cost, cost you a little bit. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm, cost mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. We're worth it. I think so. I think this is grade A content. Mm-hmm. Whether you get 30 minutes of the video, 45 minutes of the video. Or an hour. Well, they're in complete control of that, though, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They want better video production. Got to pay a little bit. You got to pay for it. That's all I'm saying. You know, we'll call it one in premium. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top shelf. Top shelf. Mm. Oh, oh, and then we only drink the finest of the... Like, we should downgrade the show <laughs> yeah 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 we just only drink light beer now yeah <laughs> and seltzer and then if hey if you want craft beer if you want that top that top shelf stuff well there is one beer in premium Sorry. yeah you can pay for it let's get really into reviewing water <laughs> all right well we're gonna be drinking we're gonna be drinking both of these things right now because I'm not going to down this. No, 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 no. This, treat it this with is respect. yeah. This is this is a supplement. The the whiskey is a supplement for the fact that we have a smaller bottle today to share. And in fact, that smaller bottle was a gift. It was from Red Light. Red Light. Yes, our dear friends, local brewery, local uh, beer bar. parlor. Fantastic. Got. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you know, consistently voted one of, if not number one, the best mm-hmm. beer bar in the state. One of the best in the country. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's no small shit. Nope. Mm, so tell us about it. Because they've, they've uh, kind of advertised it a little bit, uh, a little while back. Yeah, I think it's um, a pretty recent release. Uh, this guy's called the Sour Plum Fairy. Um, is a barrel-aged sour plum ale with cinnamon. So it's, it's sort of a seasonal thing um it's a six percent abv as we said before brewed and bottled by red light red light bar and brewery in orlando florida and there's a quote here it says papa why don't you ever win anything (laughs) which is brent's daughter while watching the gabf results (laughs) yeah yeah from the mouth of babes yes as they say uh and that was given to you 
Yes. For your birthday. For being old. Yes. Did we talk about your birthday last week? Yeah. Well, that's the entire reason why you got me that uh, the yes, bottle we had. Yes, that's right. We talked about that. Okay. So over the weekend, we actually celebrated your birthday. That's right. And we'll get into that as soon as we crack open that beer. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, my name is Marco Dupa. That guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is the One Baron Podcast. Bam. I said bam. I said bam. <laughs> what are you doing? Say <laughs> so you don't deserve it. Ah, there we go. What is that in there? It's a cork. They put a cork in? Yeah. It's double protection, baby. Wrap it up. sure if you'd be able to handle it oof oof that is a slour sour slour that's a slour plum fair that is a sour plum fairy well while he pours that sour plum i'd like to reiterate that this is the one beer and podcast the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us this is episode 290 Wow. We are creeping, creeping, creeping on that 300. We got to think about what we're going to do. I know. We got to do something for it. 10 weeks. Um, So we have a little bit of time, but you, with us, we got oh, to plan yeah. something like, you know, Big. next week so that we know that we're going to be, that we're going to do it yeah. and be on yeah. it. Yeah. So we're not good at consistency. No. We realize that, folks. Sorry. Yeah. It's one of those things that you just kind of realize about yourself and do nothing about yeah just accept mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then and then and then hate yourself the week prior to the thing that should have been done mm-hmm. and then do the thing and hate yourself while you're doing it telling yourself i sh- could have just done this last week or yeah. should have just done this last week why didn't we do this two weeks ago are uh are we still talking about the podcast yeah what else would we okay. be talking about just just check Let's chase the sour plum. Let's chase it. Let's chase. I'm not drunk, guys. Okay. I'm not. I I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Oh, there we go. Let's go like coffee. <sighs> oh, <laughs> that goes places. Oh my, <laughs> that goes places. Like down my gullet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. Little. All right. Mm. Well, so I have a nice little, uh, <laughs> nice little framing there mm-hmm. for the for the people at home. Beautiful. Let's just put that right there. Sexy, sexy, sexy. So yeah, I mean, uh, your birthday. It was it was your birthday over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those one of those years where your birthday's on a Saturday. You gotta love that. Yeah, especially in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. So happy. All of the things that you can do. Yeah. Well, my birthday was on a Wednesday in July. That's fine. When the whole thing was 
<laughs> Everyone was like, is this the end of the world? And you had COVID at and the time. And I had COVID at the so, time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody, this, this whole year, everyone's birthday from March yeah. to, to now yep. has sucked. If, so you're, every, if, if you're a responsible adult, yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you're not a responsible adult, there's you still kind of have to pretend yeah yeah and even if you're even if you're a full-on jerk off mm-hmm. there's still most places are like you got to wear a mask you got to be socially distanced, right yeah that's true you know? so uh even if you wanted to be a, a dick about it there's a lot of places well then again there are a lot of places that are just like are you wearing a mask is that a mask it's fishnet it's that's it's fine your face it's fine yeah i mean here downtown i mean pretty pretty um iconic picture now at this point yeah. downtown on a halloween. halloween yeah dude i mean i still still can't believe it i mean i can but then i can't like part Does, of me like wearing a mask over your eyes count because <laughs> i'm a ninja turtle i wore a mask over my head sir that's a hat yeah <laughs> yeah same thing it's a head mask mm-hmm. mm. yeah shoulder to shoulder uh so it's not impossible if yeah. You, if you want to go out like that, or I mean, you could go anywhere in probably North Florida, or any of the more country neighborhoods. Yeah. In Central Florida. Yeah. Uh, any of those bars probably don't care. I mean, there's one bar on the coast that was kicking people out for wearing masks. <laughs> I don't know if you read about this, but the guy was <sighs> like, I mean, obviously anti anti mask, uh, pro Trump, and you know he was like, look, we're not. We're not going to deal with this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you bring that political BS in here, I'm going to kick your ass out. Okay. And he was in a county where he could do that. He could do it, yeah. At the time, he was in one of the... Because, you know, DeSantis is a d- dumbass, and he didn't... Uh, I, I was... You know what? I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do it. But yeah. let's let's talk about good things. Your birthday. Okay. It was a nice day, a celebratory day. We hung out at Red Light. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Obviously, where we got the beer. Right. They came out and they hooked that up. Yeah. Without without prompting, they were just like, "You weren't here. You weren't there. We got there before you." Surprise. Mm-hmm. And the bartender came out and she's like, "You know, Adams. He's a pretty." Um, I mean, he's like really sexy, and like <laughs> I mean, we've seen him growing his hair out, and we're just like, mm-hmm. I, 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 everyone in the back was like, this is the only way that we can repay him for everything that he's done for us. That's all I said. I, what to do? So no, I mean, but it, seriously, they were like, mm-hmm. you know, t- he's he's a he's a big supporter of the of the bar. He's obviously a regular, and we we thought this was a nice way to repeat. That's super so. nice, super surprising, because you know, honestly, I haven't really like, you know, at at, at if you're a uh, regular at most bars, you know, usually have a rapport with all of the um, all the staff, and you know, you know each other by name, and it, it's all that kind of stuff. That hasn't really been the case for me because. Usually when I'm there, I'm pretty reclusive. I'll, you know, ha- hang out with my friends and stuff like that. But it's just really surprising and nice and really heartwarming that they do notice that I have been there a long time and I have, yeah. have shown up a lot. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would love to change that red light, red light. So maybe we can uh, we can talk sometime. Yeah. You just talk to the entire bar. I would love to. I'd stand outside with a radio over my hell. head. <laughs> Come on, 
say anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, super heartwarming. I appreciate it. it. It was really like a shining moment of my birthday to to see that uh, I was appreciated there. Yeah. So very, very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Red light, red light. Cheers to you. Cheers. And uh, drank a lot there. Oh, yeah. Drank a lot there. Uh, bow buns. Yep. You gotta you gotta love it. Loaded up on uh, King Bow. Mm-hmm. Then uh, hit another local favorite. Uh, side word. We've featured them a ton. Yep. On this show, and uh, they hooked it up. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, you know, it was nice. It was just a nice. I mean, I'm speaking for you. It was it was beautiful. I'm glad you had a good time. We had we had a great time. Yeah. No, I I I had a good time. I don't know how you felt. Yeah, no, it was it was awesome. It was really good. Really my speed just kind of going with the flow, not this, you know. I always hate when there's too many plans or plans are too set in stone mm-hmm. and you you feel the need like you 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 have to do things at a certain time mm-hmm. and go to a certain place and like, you know, I got reservations here and I have to, you know, run that 555 or else I'm not going to make it into right. I hate that stress especially yeah. on my birthday like for me it's just more of a thing of let's get the people to hang out and we'll figure it out yeah. along the way and that's what happened couldn't agree more yeah I I, I planners man there, too much there's, there's pros and cons to planners right <clears throat> planners get shit done mm-hmm. they usually like pick some really... you, mean, you mean like the notebooks yeah you... I mean and, and that's that's what I use. Yeah. And that's planner. That's the only way. If I actually used a planner, (laughs) I don't know if my life would be any different. Uh, I mean, if I, if I think if I had, if I, if, if I had the brain wiring to use a planner, right. Then I would be a completely different person. I think sometimes about myself, about if I would be any different, if I journaled every day, Hmm. Because I, I, my wiring tells me journaling's stupid. Don't do it. Yeah. Why are you so like self-important that you're gonna write down your thoughts of the day yeah. every day? That's really dumb. Who do you think you are? Yeah. But then I think sometimes, what if I went against that initial knee-jerk reaction one day? And I, you know, I have before. I have as like a teenager written in a journal, mm-hmm. just because I was told it was a you know a thing to do. Yeah. Never stuck, obviously. But what if I really committed to doing something that I naturally do not want to do and just stuck with it? How would that change me as a person? <clears throat> it's only one way to find out. I don't want to. <laughs> do you think that Do you think that it's the not wanting to do it, not feeling like doing it because of the work itself or what that work actually entails? I think it's what it entails. Uh, and I'm also wildly inconsistent as a person. Yeah. So being committed to doing something every day is too much. Yeah. You know, t- it, three weeks later, you're like, hey, journal, me again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here we are. <laughs> so let me catch you up on a few things. That That's what your journaling would be is just catching up every four to five weeks. Yeah, pretty much. And like, here's what I did in these... Yeah, I'm a different person. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, writing letters to your sweetheart yeah. uh, from Japan in or World your, War II. Your past self, because it would literally would be just like, hey, let's just let's catch up. That's an interesting question. Like, if you do journal, do you write to yourself or do you write to like the journal itself as like a a void to to speak into? 
I don't. When I would do it, it would be literally like. Or is it like telling your stories, like writing a memoir and saying, like, today I learned, ba 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 ba, and Jessica was such a bitch, you know, like <laughs> Jessica's always a bitch, dude. Yeah. My my. Sorry, Jessica. It's true. Don't be a Jessica. No, you know? never. If your name's Jessica, change it. <laughs> Use your middle name. Um, Which is Marie. It has to be Marie. And an even bigger bitch, right? <laughs> it's like if <laughs> you're just stuck. I feel like Marie is always an aunt or a grandma at this point. Yeah. It's an old name. Marie's going the way of Ruth. It's a, Yeah. Yeah. How many Ruths do you know? I'd like to meet a Ruth. Yeah. I think... When I, when I would do it, uh, it would be like thought. Just they, it was like thought bubbles mm-hmm. more so than they, it wasn't. They were like not even complete. I guess ideas, so much as needing to um, organize everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So anger, bacon, fortress. <laughs> they were sentences okay. at least. I was angry in the bacon fortress. <laughs> so Jackson Pollock just with words. <laughs> Cactus tree. No, they would be like, why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. Am I is this is this something that I want to be doing? How does this how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. And then it just ends without answering those questions. It, it's just like dot dot dot. But the dot dot dots like kind of go down the page uh-huh. as if like I fucking passed out while I was doing yeah. it. Arrow to the next page and then <laughs> it doesn't pick up the next morning. Yeah. So I mean I I'd like to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be more consistent. I think any kind of consistency, I mean, I just wish I I want I want more consistency other than just fucking waking up every day and going to going to work. <laughs> yeah. The consistency of waking up and brushing your teeth every day. Yeah. It's like, all right. Like that's the only thing that I'm good at Yeah, as far as consistency is concerned. That's it's the a, only thing that I can fucking do every day. It's just so frustrating because I know we've even gone over it in this podcast. How frustrating it is to be an inconsistent person trying to be consistent and failing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's so defeating and it sucks. And that's what makes you avoid, you know, doing things consistently that are good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I'd love to consistently wake up at six in the morning and, and go for a jog every day, you know, yeah. but would would I actually do it? I don't think so. I mean, maybe I would do it for like a week and then day four or five be like, we don't have to today. You know, I think the philosophy of will I will I do that also is self defeating enough of course. to stop you from doing. Of anything. course, that's that's the thing that's stopping me from even trying. Yeah, and not trying is the biggest problem here. Yeah. And then and not trying, and then telling yourself like, what's the point of trying? Like right. you're not gonna do it, yeah. so why even do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and that's that's how you end up not even attempting to be consistent in something that could be good for you. It's fucked. Yeah. I've been, I've been consistent with playing the guitar so far. That's good. That's good. Uh, It's always good. It's always good. It's always easier to be consistent when you're excited about something new. Yeah. You know, that's true. Um, the hard part is doing it when you're kind of bored of it Mm -hmm. or like you, you're, you hit a, a stumbling block or you're, you're just not feeling like you're progressing as much as you did before. Yeah. You've plateaued. 
Right. Doing like staying consistent at that point is truly a feat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope you stick with it because it's a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know if I should even talk about this. <laughs> well, you definitely have to now. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if I should commit it. If I should commit to this idea. Okay. I've just been really bored with hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm adjusting. I've just been really bored with it, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, as as far as my own, as far as my own thing, right? Like it just, I don't know. It's not a. I think like learning the guitar has been something that has been like challenging, and there seems to be a thing to to reach out for. Mm-hmm. Versus, I've been just thinking about like I've committed so much time and energy to getting good at rapping yeah, and that being the only thing. And then, you know, being good at it, but then also it's just like, all right, what, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. You know, plateauing basically, right. plateaued. Yeah. And I, and it's just like, I know <clears throat> that I could, I, I, I could, I could commit, I could make something, I could make a whole project and it would be, I think it would be good. And people who have listened to my past projects have told me that they're good, but then it's like, all right, maybe, maybe it's the fact that like, I've just kind of hit a ceiling as far as, um, exposure and success mm-hmm. level. And mm-hmm. that has kind of created this, uh, this feeling of, uh, apathy when it comes mm-hmm. to like, it's it's first it's not challenging anymore so if it's not challenging and it's not reaping any rewards mm-hmm. then it's like well, why am i doing yeah, this yeah you're and you're feeling stagnant and very stagnant yeah. and then looking around at the environment of hip hop save for a, you know a select few right. you're just like every time you talk to somebody about rap they want to talk about just I mean, I see the guys who are like, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm come, I don't want to come off like a fucking hater, mm-hmm. but that's the only way this is gonna come off. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna come off like a fucking old, fucking traditionalist yeah. who only listens to music from '95, mm-hmm. which isn't the case. But like, there's no other way for this to to sound. Yeah. You know, other than like it just like what they're what these guys are doing. Oh, you know what? I think maybe mm-hmm. it's. The conversation that the whole the young thug thing i was about to bring that up yeah i i think that's that's a big part of really just being irritated with every guy every guy that that purports to make hip-hop music Mm -hmm. because all of them are like that yeah you know sorry if that's a generalization but most of them have that attitude yeah well Uh, and the the argument is that uh young thug in a interview or podcast actually with ti um apparently said that he doesn't revere doesn't mess with andre he just doesn't pay he said he doesn't pay attention to him like he couldn't recite any of his songs he doesn't listen to him and uh you know he he said that you know he he works with elton john instead or something (laughs) yeah which is not the Elton john part but the the andre part it's just a bold-faced lie yeah and he said I guess it stems from him feeling slighted mm-hmm. because 
you know, Three Stacks didn't pick up the phone when Young Thug called. Like he yeah. had to like go through different avenues mm-hmm. to get to him. And then at that point he was like, well, fine. I mean, I don't even want to do the song. And now his attitude is, I mean, I don't even really, you know, I don't even really fuck with him like that. And, yeah. you know, I don't really pay attention to him. And it's like, look, I know your feelings are hurt because yeah. you're sensitive. Right. All artists are sensitive. Of course. And I know that your feelings are hurt that your hero didn't, didn't pay, daddy didn't fucking want to pick up the, catch. Yeah, pick up the phone. But don't sit up here and pretend as if your entire, like, it's obvious. First of all, there's evidence of him already saying how much he reveres Andre 3000. Mm. There's pictures of him wearing, like, uh, you know, outcast merch. And there's um, interviews of Andre 3000 saying how much he appreciates Young Thug's music and yep. Young Thug as, as, as a personality in hip-hop. So it's just like, what is the point of this? Yeah. You know, like, what is the point of this bravado and, like, and, and obviously I understand that it's hip-hop. But, mm-hmm. like, some things, saying that you're better than Andre 3000, to me, would go down better than acting as if you don't listen to Outkast or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I if mean, you were to be like, yeah, Three Sacks is cool and everything, but, like, I'm the next level. I would be like, you're yeah. a jackass. But that would <laughs> at least make sense. But to right. pretend, like... You're from Atlanta. You're going to sit here and act like you... Come on, bro. It's because it's intellectually dishonest. Exactly. If you're at least honest about it. I mean, especially nowadays, I feel like hip-hop has, has taken a turn where, you know, honesty has always mattered, at least the appearance of honesty um, in your, you know, kayfabe <laughs> kind of, yeah. you know, wrestling persona or in your raps or whatever. It has to be authentic, right? Authenticity has mm-hmm. always been key. But I feel like recently, especially, there's been a real turn for uh, emotional honesty, too. Yeah. In a lot of hip-hop music. It's no longer, like, not cool to, like, talk about your feelings yeah. a lot of the times. So I just, I feel like that's a big reason why this especially comes out as really phony. Yeah. And has been rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. Because if he was, if he, I mean... For me, speaking from my perspective, because I know there are a lot of people on the internet who are completely backing Young Thug and saying, yeah, 100%, you know, no way. Andre 3000 sucks. Yeah, I've seen that take. But if he just, again, assuming this is the truth, if he just said, look, I used to love him as a kid, but, you know, frankly, he didn't pick up the phone. So I lost respect for him. Yeah. <clears throat> that's it. That's period. fine with me. Yeah. That that perspective that's fine. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. It's this uh and they 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 I don't know. I guess it's just the 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 that this generation it's damn kids. These damn kids. I mean, I posed that question on on Twitter because, you know, the 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 guitarist thing is obviously informed by the fact that that's all I've been watching on YouTube is just a bunch of different guitarists. But like, you watch them, and you watch them talk about playing the guitar, and they're always talking about yeah, BB King did it this way, Jimmy did it like this, yeah, Van Halen did this. Like, they're always looking backwards and going, "This is where I got this from," yeah, and this is how I've innovated on that 
and that's why like an artist like John Mayer can be maybe the greatest living blues guitarist uh, and not get shit for it for being a white guy right is because he's only been reverential to the originals All the, the people he's looked up to he's never made it about himself yeah it's always been well i stole that thing i learned that thing mm -hmm. and i put it all together and this, this is, is my why. spin on it and yeah. and i don't i just don't know why i just don't can never wrap my head around why rappers can't do that like yep. it, it just it doesn't it just doesn't ever it doesn't make sense to me again like i like we were talking about i mean if if somebody said that you sounded like one of your peers and you were like fuck that guy i never listened to him even if you do that makes sense. Yeah. It's competition and you're like, you don't want to sound like you're ripping off a dude who's like just put out an album or yeah. whatever. I get that, but I mean, dude, I I, I rip off most F. I've I rip off I, I have done the guy that I rip off the most, which maybe I don't know if people if they listen to my music, maybe they do or don't get pick up on this. The guy that I rip off the most is Fonte from Little Brother. Mm. I, I steal not the words, but rhyme whole rhyme schemes. I just I just do that sometimes. Where I'm like, the way that he did that, the way that the he delayed the rhyme, brought it back two bars. Like I just steal the technique. Rap completely. police are on the way, Marco. <laughs> and like, I'll openly admit that because it's like I, I feel like if you're somebody who is, if you're trying to be the best, if, or the the best version of yourself when it comes to being creative i mean it's 2020 there's not going to be um immaculate uh uh inspiration mm -hmm. it's not just gonna yeah out right? of nowhere you're gonna take it from other things you're not born on a, a deserted island right not hearing any and music in, and then in, just... invent hip-hop right so there's no way that you're not stealing from yeah. The people before you and I, I think it's totally possible in hip-hop you, you've seen it as early as you know jay-z talking about you know all of his influences and even 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 his at the time current day influences with like biggie mm -hmm. you know like there there didn't seem to be any ill will or uh i guess negative um negative uh, competition yeah. within that, you know, it, it it's okay if the competition is like on the up and up, and like we're just trying to outwrap each other and trying to prove that <clears throat> we're the better artists. But it doesn't have to be this thing of like a, a pissing match, yeah, where people's feelings are getting hurt, and you have to lie about it because you don't want to seem like you know you're hurt that this person is you know an influence of yours, yeah, whether subconsciously or not, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's it's totally possible. It's definitely possible. I mean, even even rappers like J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. they're definitely guys who if you if if they're asked, they'll talk about their influences and stuff like that. It's just <clears throat> I don't know. These younger guys I don't know. They just don't they just lack respect. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. They just, they just lack respect. And you know, whatever. It's, it's. I don't know. I guess it's more. I'm just fucking um, resentful of artists like that who are simultaneously 
bigger than the artists that they're ripping off mm-hmm. and then pretending like they've never heard of them. Yeah. It just it makes me really resentful. It makes me just like not want to support those artists. <laughs> just just I don't know. And and then it and then it sours hip hop because like the guys that I listen to now are all either my age or older than me. Yeah. And it's just really hard to support any of these younger guys because they just they make it really it's not the music that they're putting out, it's the the attitude behind it. It's the uh, you know and they're all just so full of shit. Like what were you talking about before about authenticity? And it's like, <clears throat> you don't even have to be, you don't have to live your raps. Although some of them are living them to Un- ill unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, but but you know, it's just like it. it I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking in circles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know. I just really, I think I, I think other than this podcast, I'm just not able to. Um, come, you know, I'm oh, not, yeah, even, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I, able I to it. like get the creativity out, and so I'm like, it's all just bubbling. You're trying to find new avenues to to express yourself creatively. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the guitar is like, you know, it's helping, but it's all I don't know. I'm just a bundle of frustration <laughs> when it comes to like all of this shit. Yeah, well, that's usually right about the moment that there's a breakthrough creatively for you, and you you find a uh, the right target to focus on. I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to break through and target a human being. Yeah. Fucking break them. Okay. Then go to jail for murder. Well. Murder. (laughs) If anyone near you dies (laughs) in the coming months, uh, we know where to look. Evidence (laughs) of murder. Uh, let's just, let's move on. I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to take this into a dark place. <laughs> like we haven't already. <laughs> no, it's, it can get darker. We just talked about murder. Mm, it can get darker. Okay. Uh, so let's go somewhere else. Mm. Um, well, you just got Call of Duty. I did. I did. On, on the PS5. Yes. So. Thank uh, you for letting me flex. <laughs> uh, give it to him. Mm. Just one time. Just. <sighs> You're a jabroni, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I, I have it for the PS4. We talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, people, like, complaining about... I, this was, again, news to me. Right, right, right. That it was getting middling to good reviews, but not, mm-hmm. like, great reviews. Yeah. The way that Call of Duty games usually come out, and, you know, who knows if they're legit reviews, but... You know, <laughs> I think they're legit. I, I do too. I, <laughs> uh, I never believed that. But this one, not as good. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially compared to what Modern Warfare got, mm-hmm. the uh, the most recent one. Well, other than literally the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops, but um, yeah, I mean, I was surprised to see a lot of the major uh, video game review sites giving it, I mean... <sighs> Like sevens, yeah. Some lower. Um, it, it's all, always hard to tell because they tend to break up their reviews nowadays for Call of Duty because they, you know, especially Black Ops now has the campaign mode, multiplayer, yeah. zombies, yeah. Uh, and then I'm, you know, I'm sure there'll be major changes to uh, Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. So they've had to break it up into multiple reviews, which makes it kind of hard to tabulate. I think. IGN has like a ultimate 
final review. But yeah. either way, um, it's been getting pretty middling reviews compared to what it tends to get. Well, you've been able to get your hands on it. Yep. How when did you get it? I got it. I guess earlier. how long have you been playing? Like how many hours do you think you've sunk into it? Oh, not many at all. I think I've gotten I think total maybe like three hours. Mm. Three to four. Still very early on. I think that's I think that's good enough for like a a one listen review. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You get the feel of it. You get uh-huh. you taste it. I ha- I guess I have enough for at least a like hands-on preview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I as I do, I focused on the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, which came in three separate downloadable packages. <laughs> I was so pissed off because <laughs> you know they give you the option of what to download first. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They had between zombies, multiplayer, and campaign. Right. Um, for some reason, I said, "Let me try to do this the way that all the cool kids do it nowadays." Let me let me download multiplayer first, mm-hmm. while multiplayer's loading. Or no, while I'm playing multiplayer, I can download the campaign. Right. 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 So I did that, and I suck. <laughs> really bad really bad at it yeah. they stripped away a lot of the stuff that i was used to for modern warfare yeah and i suck i'm really bad at the game yeah um so at like after maybe three rounds i was like i'm gonna give this a break i'm gonna give this a break and i'm gonna play the campaign like i normally do and then get back into multiplayer once i you know i'm more acclimated to the systems and the guns and know what i like yeah I, I played it. I played long enough that I was able to unlock my creative class. That okay. was that was it. Yeah. Um. So then I download what I think is the full campaign. Go into it. Play the first mission. Uh, has a really interesting, unique way of like level select essentially, where uh you're in this like secret safe house, and you go up to a, a bulletin board that has evidence that you're collecting on it. And from there, you can choose which missions to go on or just like continue the campaign. But there are also like side missions now that you can play. Really? Yeah. And those are dictated by um, evidence that you find in the campaign. Okay. Collectibles, essentially. Um. If you collect all the collectibles, it makes it easier for you to decrypt these <coughs> files and other things, right? Okay. So once you're able to decrypt the thing, then you can go on the side mission. And you unlock missions that way, side missions, which is really cool. Okay. Because it's not like – it's actually like a puzzle. Like you have to figure things out and mm. use logic um, and definitely don't look it up online. It's not what you do. And you didn't do that? No. 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 Why would you? Do? You would never. No. No. Silly. Yeah. Okay, so I did. But only it only helps so much, and I'm glad that it only helps so much because really the the puzzle, at least the first puzzle I played here, isn't like a set thing. It changes for everybody's game. Yeah. So it's like you really have to like, it's a logical, it's like a logic test that you have to pass throughout. You can understand the rules, but you still have to figure it out in yourself. Okay. 
Um, so I, I just found that like a really cool little detail in between uh, campaign stories. You can hang out in that base and there's like secret things to find there or the safe house. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like how uh, I think it was World War Two did that. Yeah, they had like a hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Um, but in this one, you can like you can talk to your 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 fellow spies in there and like get more insight on their characters and you know it's it's just fun little narrative stuff like that that kind of makes a, a a difference in playing a Call of Duty game. Okay. So I like that a lot. Um, so far the, the story itself is like, okay, it's interesting. It's, you know, it's blockbuster spy fodder Mm. basically. I'm getting kind of tired of the setup of call of duty games where it zooms in on a map and you have voiceover and it goes over the, 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 the quick run up of story objective, blah, 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 blah. And then you get zoomed into the game. Like I'm kind of over that. Yeah, and then even the missions are just like point A, B, C, D, right. kill as many people as you can as you make your way to just the next part of the right. level. And they subvert that a little bit. There's a bit of like a stealth mission type scenario within there, uh, which is neat. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That's cool. I like um, they've never done that before. But. I know, uh, but this one, it seemed, it, it feels a little... Uh, more well built out than I think it has in a long time. Yeah. Um, just from the nature of it being this covert ops sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think it's, it's kind of, it's stuck in its trappings of call of duty where it is what it is, but it's still fun. Like I'm having a good time playing it. I, I uh, so far I, I would recommend it at least for the campaign. You're, <clears throat> you create your own character, right? Sort of. Yeah, um, which is cool uh, in some aspects and also kind of a detriment to the story in others. Yeah. Because you're playing, again, as a silent protagonist. I, 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 I hate games like that. Yeah. You're, you're no longer Mason like you were in the other Black Ops games. Yeah. Though he is there. He is his own separate side character that you could see. Yeah. Along with Woods. They're both there. Um, but... Yeah, at the very beginning of the game, you build out your character um, in an almost RPG way where you pick your name, you uh, pick your essentially what ends up being your bonuses for your character, mm-hmm. um, w- which is set up as like your psych eval. So like you, you choose what your uh, defectiveness is and okay. and that indicates whether you'll have like faster reload or more health or He's slower because he just has a really big dick. Right. That's his defect. Exactly. Just have you seen my hog. medical records? <laughs> um but yeah, uh that part's cool. I like that. I like that your your character's kind of custom to how you want to play. Um so you basically you choose two perks and then um you choose a background as well um whether you were uh i think special forces uh mi6 or former kgb okay um which gives you some kind of difference i I don't remember exactly um but you get that option too um and i think that's really all that all that really changes things as far as your gameplay and story um but 
it's it's just it's weird to interact with because there are multiple times where you have like a dialogue tree that you can choose different things to say. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 weird in 2020 to do that and not hear a voice say what well, you're picking. And, and how much does your responses change the story? I don't think it really does at all. Now there is a moment. I'm not going to ruin anything, but there's a moment in the um. So far in the uh, that covert operation, the the kind of spy mission, that y- you have a bonus objective in which you can kill somebody, you can set them free, or you can just leave them. Yeah, and they d- they did that in the uh, they did that in Modern Warfare too. Right. They have there's a part in the game where basically the same thing. Like mm-hmm. he's being you're torturing him for information, and then you can kill him on the spot. Or you can leave him, <clears throat> excuse me, or whatever. Yeah, it's to me, it's 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 um, it's uh, lazy. Yeah, it well, it it doesn't at least so far again because I'm not super deep into the campaign, um, so it very well could all pay off in the end, but it doesn't feel like it's really changing much. No. Um, but you know, like Black Ops three is famous for having multiple endings and stuff like that so maybe that's the case here i haven't really looked up you know if there's multiple threads yeah um so there very well may be but it just doesn't really feel like it yet uh we'll see but um yeah i mean i i think one of the the bigger uh good things that they've done with uh this black ops is having you be more attentive to those bonus objectives mm. in your missions um just because like the collectibles matter now um because they help you find those those side missions and stuff like that and, and decrypt things which is <coughs> cool so do you think that the reviews are justified so far um so far yeah i just say so i mean like thus far in the campaign I like it. I don't love it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would think... That sounds like a 7 out of 10. I, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, I'd, I'd probably give it about a 7, 7.5 maybe. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm I'm warm to it. I'm having a good time. I'm not, not really disappointed, but it's just not really going above and beyond for me. The thing is, it's a it's half-assed. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to be... If, if Call of Duty is famous for, for, for the most part, just being a linear story, and you're just along for the ride... Which is fine, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, you do some creative things with it. You 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 have some some twists and turns or whatever, but it's mostly just playing a movie. Yeah, right. Fine. And if you can make the presentation beautiful, which is what they usually do. So when you're playing a game like Last of Us or, or Uncharted, mm-hmm. you're pretty much along for the ride. Yeah, like uh, for better or for worse. Right. Right. But then if you turn around and you're like, you're not gonna be the guy that you were used to, you're going to be your own guy mm-hmm. and we, you can, you can pick your own gender. Right. That was the whole thing. And it probably doesn't mean much to the game. No, uh, it means 0%. <laughs> and then you're a silent protagonist. You have these weak ass dialogue trees. It's just like, it's half fast. It's yeah. like go the full Monty or don't like be mass effect or don't. Right. Like doing this in between thing, where your choices are pretty much inconsequential makes it like it feels like more work without the payoff. 
mm-hmm. in Mass Effect or in other games where you kind of decide how you want your character to uh, uh, live in this world, the payoff is you have to live with the consequences yeah. of your actions. You're, you're role-playing. Right, and that's that's dope. Even if you can decide, I'm going to be a fucking asshole, and every response is going to be as mean as possible, and yeah. then you get to live with that fact. Or you could be a super good guy and live with that fact, and that's what's dope about games like that. Mm-hmm. But when you go half-ass and it's just like, you can have like a sort of mean response or don't answer at all and still continue the story without them acknowledging your silence. It's, yeah. it's shit like that where it's like, what's the point of this? Yeah. You know, I, I think you bring up a good point, but I feel like there's a way to do a little bit of both. And I think the game that did it best for me most recently that comes to mind is um, Red Dead 2. <clears throat> um, I haven't beat Red Dead, so... Okay. I, I, I've actually been trying to find it somewhere around my fucking house. Collected dust that well, much? Red Dead and Kingdom Hearts are in... Dude, I, I tried to... They're in a box somewhere? Yeah, they're in a fucking box somewhere. <laughs> they're in a closet just thrown to the back of the fucking... Where the rest of my shit is, like yeah. my life, just thrown yeah. to the back of the closet. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I tried to come with another light right. so that we could fix the lighting, but yeah. the box, there's like... I mean, a living room's worth of mm-hmm. things in front of the box that I have to now. It's a weekend project. It's That's, the Indiana Jones warehouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All these tubs and all. <laughs> it just feels like they're lining Crates. the walls with things. So, yeah, that's going to be a weekend thing where I have to go through, yeah. empty the entire closet out, yeah. find all my stuff, grab the most important things. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that into the... It's fine. That's, that's my fault. But, uh, I mean, okay, so... Good to know. Without spoiling anything about Red Dead Two, yeah, um, you know you're you are playing as a character, right? You're going along for the ride, mm-hmm. like no pun intended. Y- you have this character, but you also have some agency in who he is. Yeah, as far as like some agency, you don't have full agency. You can't be an all-out good guy mm. because you're part of this bandit group who does bad things and murders people, yeah. right? So you have to play within those parameters, but they give you a lot of leeway to be like, I am a bad guy who also is trying to be better. Yeah. Or I'm a bad guy who's unrepentant and am just out for myself. I'm right? a bad guy and it's awesome being right. a bad guy. Exactly. So like that I think is a good way to kind of straddle that line yeah. of having a, a narrative that you're trying to stick to as a you know a developer. And also giving player agency yeah. to the people. Yeah. So I would love a Call of Duty that, like, especially, <laughs> this was a perfect opportunity to do something like that, where, you know, we're talking the Cold War, we're talking uh, operations that we as civilians shouldn't know about anyway, so you can ham it up as much as you want and say, like, yeah, you know, there was some Soviet activity here. We heard a rumor that CIA agents were. Uh, in in Ukraine at this time, so let's do something around that, yeah. and just have full you know play with whatever you want to do. But instead, I feel like they stuck too much to. You're gonna play this story, and it's just gonna be this story. You can change the window dressing if you'd like, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just gonna be this, yeah. Which is disappointing because you know, it really could have been so much more, yeah. And, and you know, like. 
it, it, like I said before, though, like even uh, Black Ops Three did a really good job of giving you a lot of options as far as kill this guy or don't. That's going to change the end of the game. Um, so I, again, I'm not far enough in to know if that's also at play here or not, but it doesn't feel like it really is. Yeah. Thus far, we'll see. So. <clears throat> didn't get far enough into the campaign and then on multiplayer you're trash yeah so yeah but i will say one of the main reasons why i got the game and people are gonna laugh at me about this but i want to see how them triggers felt <laughs> and i'll tell you boy howdy them triggers feel pretty good yeah yeah it's really cool do you very, have very your cool. fingers, do they get exhausted? Does no, no, no. It, it really isn't. It, I, I was surprised by how much it didn't uh, it didn't exhaust my fingers in the way I expected it to after playing Astro's Playroom mm-hmm. uh, as much as I did. Um, yeah, it really doesn't affect it that much, but you, it doesn't enough that you can actually, like, you know, you get immersed more with that. Yeah. Um, and they do, there's a, a, a slight spoilers for, like, the nature of a mission, but you get to fly a helicopter at one point. Yeah. And feeling the helicopter like rotors like in your hands is so cool that is so cool that is dope um and then like you know like firing a minigun you you feel like a little bit of like tension okay i think we're good i think that was just the headphones (laughs) okay firing uh, a minigun like you you feel a little bit of like tension before the pull but once it pulls it lets go all the way so it goes like and just no, oh, it feels awesome. It feels nice. It's nice. That's nice. It's really nice. It's nice. Uh, so yeah, I I am not disappointed by the haptic feedback. Nice. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm. I feel like stripping back some of the stuff that they did from Modern Warfare to Black Ops. Like, I don't know. It's kind of. I feel better about it. I feel like mm. the more, the simpler a game. <laughs> as much as that makes me sound like a fucking moron <laughs> the simpler the mechanics the better i am at the game uh-huh. like if there's okay a good example is snake on your phone <laughs> super good at snake I'm really good at that game yeah yeah but i mean once your snake gets really big oh, then yeah. it's like wow it's really complicated you gotta start making the to do? ups and downs to yeah, just buy some time it's a lot it's a lot of work yeah. i just eat myself on purpose yeah you sure do, bud. No, but like uh, <laughs> the, tra- the 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 translation from like Fortnite to any other battle royale game, for uh-huh. instance. If if Fortnite, like there, the only games that I ever won in Fortnite, this was early on. Obviously, like the I, I saw my cousin playing it, dude, and mm-hmm. it's it's a completely different game. Yeah, I've heard. It is a I've heard. different game. I have heard. So they just fought Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, and it's and the Mandalorians in it now. It's dope as fuck actually yeah i mean when you just when you're just a company that's just buying the license to to, to disney these, to disney properties yeah. are you kidding me you can just you can, they're doing something i mean they're doing some really cool shit that i mean like i'm still not gonna i'm still not gonna play it i'm not gonna <laughs> jump back into that world it, 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 it's cool to admire from afar yeah yeah like it's it's really dope so but back when I was playing it, like I just was, I just couldn't build. I was terrible yeah. at building. And once that became the meta, 
where it was like, you can kind of suck at shooting, but if you can build, you can get the advantage because mm-hmm. you can always give yourself the high you ground. You get the high ground. And I couldn't do that. So right before everybody I encountered was good at building. That was my Obi-Wan. That was when I was, was yeah. <laughs> that was your Obi-Wan? I get the high ground. <laughs> I just realized people listening may have thought I was yawning during saying that. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> you got the high ground. I've got the high ground. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, no, it was a wonderful Obi-Wan. Uh, so much that it just threw my... <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, when it stopped, when, when, it be, when it became the meta of the game, which really yeah. it didn't even become the meta. It, it became the primary focus of the game is... Yeah. Making sure you could build quickly, yeah. and then that's part of the strategy yeah. of getting on top of people and improvising, and then shooting them dead. So right before that, yeah, was when I won my only games. Okay, because I like third-person shooters a lot. Yeah, and I'm good at them, and that was the only reason I was good at Battlefront mm-hmm. uh, because they gave you the option to do first-person or third-person. Right, and I'm really good at third-person shooters, and so that window of time where you could just be dog shit at building but if you you know there was opportune moments and there was way there's ways that you could play it that you could survive to the end kill like three or four people sneak out a dub yeah that was the only time i got wins as soon as people were just and building skyscrapers yeah after that i was like i can't play this game anymore and then i and then i bailed so that's pretty much that's a good uh representation of like once the skill tier goes too yeah. or or it gets too complicated, I'm like, I just don't want to know all of these things. I mm. want to just pick up the controller and win. So yeah. like Warzone is another example where there's the meta and then there's the mini meta mm-hmm. within where it's like, don't use that game or don't use that gun. Don't approach a building this way. You can't go there. Right. You can't drive this thing. Learning the maps. And, yeah. Yeah. It's all that other shit where I'm like, nah, dude, just drop me in the fucking thing. Yeah. You stand there. I stand here. And like the Civil War, we see who's still standing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm good at that. Yeah. I got I got That's decent fun. aim with my thumbs. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. But most games, it's not that simple. Too much. Yeah. Too much. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we... we we got to play a game of Warzone. Of course, yeah. We should try to get as much as he would be against it mm-hmm. because we're both terrible. Yeah. We should try to get one. I know. He's the MVP. He's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. And he wouldn't want to do it. No, no, no. I, I, you know, I played some World War II with him mm-hmm. back in the day, um, and we had a good time. We had a very good time. I really miss, um, oh, what's it called? Prop hunt or something was it? Mm-hmm. Is that was is that what it's called? Prop um, prop hunt? Some something hunt? No, I think it was prop hunt. Yeah, so it, it's where you you turn into. You really like that game. I though. love that game so much. If if that was all they had on multiplayer, other than like team deathmatch, sold. <laughs> I love that game. I love yeah. it. I love it. You are disguised as a piece of the level, so like a couch or a lamp or you know a, a tree. Or a bucket. And your job, essentially, was to stay hidden as long as possible while a team of people go out and try to find you. Yeah. And, and shoot you. It's hide-and-go-seek, essentially. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, had a lot of fun playing with him in the past. 
shout out Juan. We should definitely try to get him in. Yeah. And uh and play. And maybe we can maybe we can stream. Maybe we can start streaming like we Well, were, we're definitely going to like yeah. we were threatening before. <laughs> we were threatening. Yeah, we definitely definitely going to do that. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah. 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 But yes, I'll let you I'll let you check out uh, Call of Duty on the PS5 to see if there's any noticeable differences. I've heard the load times are pretty similar, unfortunately. Which is kind of crazy. I know. You I would know. think that that would be... That wouldn't be the case. Right. It doesn't seem to be the case for most other games on PS5. Yeah. Uh, with the SSD and stuff like that. But Yeah, I haven't... Um, I haven't... Uh, I guess I didn't really ask you... Like the low times with uh, Spider Man. Oh, super fast. Yeah, that, that's supposed to be like the purport, like the uh, the fucking um, advertised yeah. super fast load times. Yeah, lightning, so. lightning quick. Okay. Um, Keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get me scared when you're touching wires. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, lightning quick. I even tried out the fast travel system, mm-hmm. um, where you literally just pick like, all right, fast travel there. Literally five seconds. Damn. You pop right back up. Fucking A. I've been playing New Game Plus because I'm that I'm determined to platinum that game now. Mm. Um, and I changed it over to performance mode. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't stop playing performance mode. I played the entire, you know, first playthrough in the uh pretty mode. Yeah. Uh, which is great and looked beautiful, but I don't know. It, it it feels next gen when you play it in performance mode. At sixty frames, baby. Yeah, that was beautiful. At sixty frames. Yeah. yeah. If you squint, you're playing on a PC. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I want to get my hands on that PlayStation. So let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Um. Before. Oh, we didn't. Should we talk about YMH? Yeah. Let's do that. I forgot that was going to be uh, what we talk about about. My birthday. But yeah, yeah. We, we switched we years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, being podcasters, we're I'm, I'm, I'm going to get us more whiskey. <laughs> okay. As fans, or or as podcasters ourselves, we are fans of multiple podcasts, right? Um, we we do not mention most of them because they are di- our our direct competition, and we're coming for that Joe Rogan money. <laughs> not that we just talked about this uh, about hip hop but yeah 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 i mean i'm not disparaging any of them <laughs> i'm just saying that we're the best podcast of course so <clears throat> i mean we've been talking about uh ymh your mom's house tom segura christina pajitsky two incredible comedians yes. have a podcast if you listen to podcasts or comedy podcasts I just don't know how you don't know what your mom's house is. I mean, mm-hmm. there's still, you know, I'll still meet people out in the wild who are, who don't know what it is. But yeah, it's still it, weirdly enough, it, it still feels like a kind of a a secret club. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely a, a being part of the fan base, and then you see what they oh, what the yeah. fan base does, dude. I'll every time Garth book Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. Post something, I'll jump in there <laughs> and just throw a little. Uh, you bet I'm coming up in May, or uh-huh. you know, you guys are doing good, or moose soup, or something stupid in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of inside jokes. Oh yeah. Um, lots of indefensible content. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so they've been doing this thing where they they've been doing a live show, and it kind of spawned from the fact that 
a lot of the content on the uh, on the podcast proper has been getting censored on YouTube to the point where they've been, you know, YouTube's been demonetizing a lot of their episodes because they just kind of go crazy sometimes, right? And you can kind of, if you've been a fan of the show, you can kind of see the genesis of this idea where they're, you know, one episode gets demonetized, another episode where they're like, oh, we can't play that clip because it's YouTube's uh, censorship and what are we supposed to do about this? Well, Well, YouTube even will demonetize you if you talk about certain topics. You don't even have to show a clip. You just talk about a certain topic. And that, I mean, we can talk about YouTube censorship. That could could be an entire podcast talking about that, which it's it's insane. Wild. But uh, what that has done is has spawned YMH Live, mm-hmm. where it's a, a a pay-per-view podcast, and so smart in a pandemic, by the way. Seriously, yeah, incredibly smart. And it and and the thing is, I mean, when they first started doing it, the one that we watched was the third episode. We and and when they first started doing it, I was kind of like on the fence because mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm gonna pay for free content, yeah, and how much of it do I really? Like, what is the incentive behind paying for something that they put out weekly for free? Right, right. I mean, I want to support, and we support by buying the merch and listening every week and, yeah. you know, other little things. But, you know, just the idea of paying for something like that, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, stayed away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Same. But now it's become this thing where, I mean, they have obviously... They obviously made a ton of money from yeah. it because now they're ramping it up. Mm-hmm. And they did uh, Two Bears, One Cave Live, right. which is an offshoot show. Yep. Um, they've done three episodes of YMH Live. I can only imagine that they're going to continue doing this to their, the foreseeable future. I, I don't know if you listened to their most recent show uh, on YMH, but they said that they're going to announce soon uh, another like premium live show. Okay, so there you go. So They, they haven't said what it's going to be. But maybe it'll be like Christina's show live. Yeah. That's the only other like branch I can think of. Or Dr. Drew. Dr. Show. Drew. Yeah. I can imagine him watching like some really and like up analyzing yeah. <laughs> medically what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So if that wasn't foreshadowing enough, <laughs> basic the basis of the show is everything that they've wanted to show on the proper show that they couldn't because of censorship, they go hog wild Oof. on these and as fans we we've been debating on finally just you know coughing up the cash and going yeah. let's see what this is about mm-hmm. so for obi's birthday i did <laughs> and lord have mercy even even kind of knowing what we were getting into i was still like still didn't fully fully understand yeah Yeah. uh you made one of my birthday guests throw up (laughs) did she throw up because of that Uh, i mean it definitely didn't help yeah it was was definitely partially (laughs) i'm i'm weirdly proud of that two clips in yeah that's awesome yeah i almost threw up a couple of times yeah i know yeah me too me too i uh i i couldn't believe what they were i couldn't believe what they were playing Mm -hmm. i couldn't believe it I was, uh, I mean, there was, some, there, okay, there's, I'm not going to describe any of them because it's just, this isn't a gross house yeah. show. 
<laughs> we don't want to get demonetized. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, suffice to say, we're 30, 32. Yeah. Right. You don't Yikes. have to rub it in. 32, 32. Yeah, 30-ish. 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 Yeah. We're both 30-ish. In our early 30s. That's good. We're yeah. both in our, our early 30s. Yep. It's 2020. Right. So believe that we are children of the internet. Oh, yes. We have seen some shit. (laughs) We've seen it all. Yeah. And still, I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) If if you guys ever played old Sega games, like in the arcades, you know know when the boss shows like a red flashing area that you got to shoot? They hit that every single time. Every time. <laughs> With all the clips. Every single time. Uh, but it's, it's funny you say that because the one thing I left feeling other than nausea was <laughs> I I felt that same kind of like gross out rush of when you're like 15 and you and your friends are looking up stuff you shouldn't be looking up yeah. on the internet. Yeah. You know, and like eating pizza rolls and stuff. Yeah. Like like I felt that same vibe watching it. Um. Which was strangely nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amid how gross everything was, and we're we're talking like sexually gross. We're talking violently gross, medically gross, medically gross. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely not for everyone. And and I don't. I mean, it's probably not for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you guys to think like we're not exaggerating. Oh no! I mean, it's it's. Please take heed. Horrifying. Yeah, do not take this lightly. We only watched it because we could handle it. Um, and honestly, we I don't still know couldn't how really much. handle it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still, really couldn't handle it. Had to look away more than a few times. Oh yeah. Um, Dude, when you when you told me you get like, nom like flashbacks. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I'll, sometimes I'll just be. <laughs> chilling yeah. and then like a flash of like oh oh god oh now that's in my brain forever yeah yeah <laughs> forever unclean uh-huh uh-huh yeah it's been happening to me all week yeah um but you know i i think that the only reason why they can kind of get away with it i feel is the way that it's presented and i feel like it's all presented in a uh, good spirit yeah uh a lot of the clips are you know a go beyond the pale to to you know say it lightly <laughs> but i i think there's a a childish childlike joy of seeing something absolutely repulsive together yeah that is almost like watching a horror movie together yeah. you know where it's it's gross and it's awful and it's horrible but doing it in a group setting i feel is is just fun and kind of builds uh, a sense of of collectiveness that mm. is is nice, and they're all consenting adults. That's the other thing. It's nothing yeah, to the, nothing to the point of like you feel uncomfortable. I mean, you feel uncomfortable. Oh, but you definitely feel uncomfortable. It's it's a level of why are these people doing this? Yeah, not why did he do that to her? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I I think that's the the main thing is like nobody in those clips are like victims of anything. Yeah, they're all doing it themselves. Yeah. I would say we're the victims. Yes, 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 yes. They're victimizing us. Yes, really. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna watch, watch with caution. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I suggest watching. So here's the thing: I was never one of the. I, I'm still not a, the kind of person who like I'm not into like gross out stuff. Is is funny to a point. Hey, and, bro, you ever watch Faces of Death? <laughs> on dog, 
The only time I ever watched any, the only time I ever watched any of that shit <sighs> was, um, there's like a weird delay. Check, check, check. <laughs> it's it's like it's delayed. It's Everything's like, melting. <laughs> it's all coming apart, man. It's all coming apart. The wheels have fallen off. Anyway, um, the only the only time that I ever watched anything like that yeah. was my mom. Because, <laughs> well, oh, because you know she's she's a medical professional yeah. and like she's seen some shit, right? And so it would just be interesting to her. It wouldn't be like faces. Of, well, it would be faces of death. Really fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. But I was never into stuff like that. I don't like gross out humor. Yeah. Really, like um, sight gags on in movies. They're real hit or miss. For, like, I get why American Pie is so is such a big deal because. It was the first time they had really taken it to that frat boy, gross-out humor level. Yeah, I mean, they've been pushing it since the 80s. Wrenching the nerds and... No, yeah, of course. But, like, American Pie was this... It was a level that was like, wow, they put that in a movie in the theaters. Yeah. Like, he drinks cum at one point. (laughs) Like, that's a bit in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they... push it they went out there yeah and even that was not funny to me i was like I, I, yeah that's fucking disgusting right so even this the fucking why i made shit was still i was like this isn't this is this is unenjoyable who does this yeah i just keep thinking of those two those two guys man the guy who was holding him and he had his and i just keep that's all i can think about I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Get out of my head. Mm-hmm. Get out of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, like like to your point, it's almost childlike in its innocence of like it's like a child discovering porn or like yeah. some weird gross like child understanding yeah that that gets a reaction right and then taking that to the nth degree Mm -hmm. well it's because they're not it's not like these (laughs) it's not like they're psychopaths who don't understand Mm. okay yeah but it's not like they don't tom is a psychopath it's true but it's that's part of the it's part of the bit it's not like they don't understand that what they're showing is absolutely disturbing and gross and that's part of the fun because you know they're suffering along with us right which is part of it Right. So. So <clears throat> um, if they do a YMH4, I would say watch at your own risk, but yeah. watch it. Yeah. You know, Try if you're out. one of those people who's like, you ever seen two two girls, one cup? If you're that kind of person, mm-hmm. this is right up your alley. You know what to do. Yeah. We know a few people online who I'm sure will be more than happy. <laughs> All right. Um Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, let's do it. Um, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> so, um, tonight's brew was from Red Light. Red ah. Light. It is the Sour Plum Fairy. It was gifted to our great and powerful OBCS for his birthday. And uh, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they're very proud of. And so that that's the reason that they're advertising. And it's also the reason that they're like, here, try this. Yeah, it was one of their newest... One of their newest original beers that they had bottled. So. Right. But it all comes down to what does the one beer in think 
And what does the one beer in think? The one beer in thinks. Um, we're not big sour fans here. Um, that has been documented. Yes. That being said, I really like this one. <laughs> I really like it. Um, I don't know if it's like the the mix of the tartness with the plum kind of sweetness and then the cinnamon bite mm. that work well together. Um, but actually, I really like it. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you absolutely hate sours, you're probably going to find this a bit too funky. But I think we've been around enough sours to have acclimated enough to accept this um, and, you know, be open to the fact that it is a pretty good. A pretty good. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm also going to give it a 4.5. Yeah. I thought it was fucking, it was way juice. Oh, shit. It was way juicier than I thought it was going to be. Juicy. You know, sours, especially something plum tasting. And then you, you they talk about the, the, the hints of cinnamon and you're like, this is going to go down like trash. <laughs> But no, dude, they they balanced it perfectly, yeah. and it, it it just it honestly just tastes like juice. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it just tastes like a tart juice. Yeah, uh, I think they they did an excellent job with this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go four and a half also. Nice. So, uh, I think that's all, right? I think I think that's all. I'm applying chapstick like lipstick. That's cool. Couldn't couldn't wait two minutes. No, until I we're done with the show. I okay. mean, my lips have just been. I mean, it's it's probably caught on camera how much I've been like. Yeah. That's an, I mean, people can't <laughs> see that. Yeah, but I'm, you can. All right, that's enough. Would you fuck me? My birthday was last week. You know? I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good, though? We're definitely good. I know you're good now that you saw that. I'm great. Well, if Obesity thinks we're good, then this show is over. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Love you, Red Light, Red Light. Thank you guys for listening. Watch, like, subscribe. 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 Yeah, she. (laughs) Like, subscribe, share, wherever you get your podcast. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. I fucking hate technology, dude. (laughs)